Ten years ago, I began working on a project that, more or less, was my exploration of gender through fiction. I was starting to question who I was, and I decided that being a writer, the best way to do that would be to write a book. And after a couple years, the end product of that was my book, The Chain. Many years later, as I look back on that project, I realize how much of my own issues and self-hatred got written into that book. And so I've decided to do something about it. And I want to talk about that on today's episode of Project Shadow. Hello, everyone. How are you doing today? My name's Charlie. You might know me better as sci-fi fantasy writer C.E. Dorset, And I'm going to be talking about writing and rewriting today. And yeah, this, this is going to be a hard one, and I'm going to try not to stutter my way through it because this is a very personal thing for me to be talking about. But you and I, we talk about personal things on this podcast, don't we? But before we get into it, if you haven't already, please do take a moment to rate this podcast and whatever app you're listening to me on. It does help out a lot. It tells the algorithm to share the podcast with more people. The more people that listen, the bigger the community. And the bigger the community, the better the chance we have of actually communicating with each other. And after all, that's why I do all this in the first place. I want to thank everyone who's already done that. Alrighty. So, okay, I have been working on various projects in the background, and I haven't been talking about a lot of them, and I debated whether or not I was going to talk about this one. <sighs> about 10 years ago, I started working on a book that would end up becoming The Chain. And about a year or so after it came out, I realized that there was something wrong with the book. Not the story. People generally liked the story. But there was something about it that bothered me, and I couldn't figure out what it was. You see, The Chain is a postmodern retelling of the story of Cupid and Psyche. And it takes place in the queerest setting I could possibly write at the time. You see, I had become fed up because, well, I had been outed, I guess. I, I wasn't really in the closet, but at least with some of the places that I went to do conventions and stuff, and all of a sudden I went from being able to do stuff with the writers, and I was only doing stuff on the diversity panels, the LGBT panels, and that didn't sit right with me. And I just had a moment of well, if I'm going to be the queer writer, then I'm going to write the queerest queer book that has ever queered in the history of queerdom. And that became The Chain. It is a book in which there are few straight characters, very few. Almost every character is either trans, genderqueer, or 
um, non-binary. And it takes place at a drag bar. And it has actual fairies in it. Because it's a fantasy book. And why, why wouldn't it have fairies in it? And I was proud of the book when it was finished. I'm still proud of it now. But there was always something kind of nagging me in the back of my head about the book. And I've talked about for a while wanting to go back and do an extended edition, doing a bigger version of the book. And my hopes were in doing that, I would figure out what was wrong with it. A couple years ago, I figured it out. A couple years ago, when I decided to come out as a non-binary femme, I realized that the problem with the book is that one of the, well, a couple of the characters embodied my own sense of internal misogyny. And that the story presented in the book and the way the characters were written didn't reflect what I had come to believe about gender and sexuality. And it really bugged me. And I've tooled around with it a couple times trying to figure out what I could do to make it better. And starting in January, I sat down and decided to look at the book and see if there was anything that I could do about it. And if there was anything that I could do to make it better. And well, here we are at the end of January, and I'm about ready to start editing what was chapter two of the book that will now be chapter eight of the book. Yeah, I, I've written seven new chapters to the book. And <laughs> that was something that I didn't expect to have happen. When I sat down with these characters for the first time in years, they started talking to me again. And they started talking to me in a different voice much more akin to how I understand things now and how I approach these topics now. And so I've decided to rewrite the book. And not only to rewrite the book, but to carry on and actually write the other books in the series that I had intended to write initially. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm not working on the epic sci-fi story that I keep talking about on this show. I, I'm still working on that, but there's a lot of moving parts to that, and that's going to take time. And so I'm kind of splitting my, my work hours between the stories that are talking to me at the moment. And this one is, and I've been kind of hopping back and forth between the two projects. I feel weird talking about this because the chain is still out there. It's still available. You can still get it. And I don't think it's a bad book. In fact, I've talked to a couple people that I know who have read it about my concerns about the book, and they didn't read that in there at all. It wasn't until we discussed it, and I brought out how I felt the characters embodied this aspect of me and that aspect of me, and how I saw this very negative understanding of the experience of discovering oneself. And then all of a sudden they're like, ooh, well, I don't think anybody would have seen that without you explaining it to them, because they got a very different message. They got what was my intent in the original book, a very open and honest exploration of my journey. And 
I had debated for a while whether to leave this book as it was and then just write the other two and speak my piece there, if you will. But there were a couple characters that got cut out of the book in its first run that I would like to try to fit back in. There is also a remarkable lack of biological women in the book that is very indicative of my own issues with my own personal gender. The idea of writing women was problematic for me for a very long time because, well, when I was, as I was struggling with my own issues with gender, the idea of inhabiting the headspace of a woman, it, it felt weird when I did it. And I didn't understand then why, and I understand now why. So I want to add some more characters to the story. I want to add some more diversity to the story in the, in that I would like there to be some women in the book. In fact, there's one character that existed in a short story that I did shortly after this that I would like to actually bring into the book. I might actually bring that short story into the night. I can't bring that short story into the book because it takes place the ne- after the events of the book, but it's something that I'm, I, I'm tempted to bring the character in. But yeah, it, it's, it's oddly liberating to be able to go back and see these characters again with fresh eyes and to see not only what I did right, but what I did wrong. And to actually realize some of the problems that I had with Nathan and Nathan and Daniel are both gender fluid. They're not just drag performers, which is basically how they're presented in the story. The actual concepts I had in my head of them at the time was that they were gender fluid, except for this was 10 years ago and I did not have the language of gender fluid. Roz is non-binary. And again, that's a language I did not have 10 years ago when I originally wrote this book. And so being able to go back and not only fix that, but to build on what was there and to hopefully make it better is, I know I've already said this, but it's one of the most liberating things that I've allowed myself to do. Because this is the book where I explored gender for the first time for myself. And now that I have at least some answers for myself to be able to go back to it and play with it again is so much fun. So what does it mean to go back to your own work like this? This is something that I don't really like doing. It's something that I don't really want to do all that often because I want to be producing new work. But when I conceived of the chain, I conceived of it as part of a trilogy, at least, of stories. And I never went back and wrote the other books in that series, mainly because I always felt that there was something wrong in the original book that I couldn't put my finger on. And I wanted to figure out what it was before I went back and wrote the other stories. So at least now I, I, I have the freedom to do that. Now that I know what it was that bothered me, and it's a very personal thing that bothered me. And I am so glad to be able to revisit it. And I'm going to try to stop saying that, but this story 
means the world to me. This story was kind of my my Independence Day. This is my declaration of independence. And I'm kind of hoping that's what it will be again this time. And it feels like that again. You see, before the chain, I wrote very clearly to market. I wrote very clearly for what I thought people would want to read. And it was after writing the chain that I had what I lovingly refer to as my breakdown. Because I didn't understand who I was, and I didn't understand what was wrong with me, and I didn't understand why I didn't feel like I belonged anywhere. And in so many ways, writing the chain was my desperate cry for help that I didn't see at the time, and nobody that I knew who read the book saw at the time. And I don't think I don't think it's something you would see unless you knew the history of what happened afterwards. Watching a person who has an interesting and awkward relationship with gender deal with the problems of a new romance, someone actively trying to hurt them, and quite literally a big bad wolf who's haunting the community that they love. Those were all elements of what was going on inside of me. That horrible masculine beast that roamed through the night, seeking prey to devour and to destroy. And because I wasn't strong enough in my own identity, because I didn't understand who and more importantly, especially for the story, what I was, it never reached the place that it needed to reach. And so that's what I'm hoping to do this time, to go back through. Like I said, the book has already grown so much, and I don't know if every book in the series is going to be this large. We'll have to see what happens in the writing. But you know, I feel like the book is going to probably double or triple in size. And it was a small book to begin with. So, you know, it could, it could gain some text without, you know, becoming monstrous. But it was such, it, it's such an interesting experience to see where I was then and where I am now and the difference between them. And that's one of the reasons why I did the episode that I did yesterday, because coming into this one, this is what I wanted. This this book, when I wrote it, was a book about representation. And as much as I thought at the time that it was a queer story, it really wasn't. It has the bones of the story of Cupid and Psyche. It has the beats of the story of Cupid and Psyche. I argued, as I often do, that it was not a romance, while other people saw through that. I resisted this book becoming what it needed to be, because I was resisting allowing myself to become who I needed to be. And because I wouldn't allow myself to grow, because I wouldn't allow myself the honesty 
that I deserved. I short-changed these characters. But now I have the opportunity to make it right. Now I have the chance to tell this story the way it should be told. So for all of you who have wondered what I'm talking about in the last episode about queer stories, this book is now looking through the world truly with queer eyes. And I'm not saying I speak for every LGBTQ person out there. I don't. I speak for myself. But the book now is very much about my perspective and from my perspective. You see, even back then writing it, I thought a lot about what heterosexual audiences would think reading this book. And I allowed that to not necessarily censor the story that I was telling, but to shape it and mold it in ways where all of the characters act in a very heteronormative sort of way. All of the characters respond in a very heteronormative sort of way. And the presentation of the book, the characters' genders, the characters' identities, is very heteronormative. And that prevented it from being everything that it needed to be. Yes, it's a romance story, but it's a queer romance story. And our stories aren't the same. They're not. We like to talk about how we're the same, but we're, we are different. Because many of us have had to hide who we are. And while in this setting, that's not necessarily who these characters are and their experiences, it still shapes who they are and their experiences because they are a part of a secret world. So I, I really invite you all to please come along with this with me on this journey. I'm going to be talking about it a bit more as I'm going through and working on it. I'm going to be putting a lot of this up on World Anvil. Been playing with it today, learning some of its other features that I haven't played with them before played with before. I really want to make this something special. I really want to make this something different. And so I'm actually going to be writing a lot of new material. I'm going to be writing journal entries for the characters and everything, and it's all going to be over there. So we can really get into this setting. So if you like gothic horror, if you're a fan of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, if you're a fan of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, if you're a fan of I would maybe even Charmed, and you wanted a truly, truly queer <laughs> story in that vein, that's what I'm working on now. And I, I couldn't be more pleased with it. I couldn't be more happy. I'm doing a lot more artwork. I'm doing, I'm doing a lot. And I really want you to come along on the journey with me. Because this story will be its best if we do it together. And I'm just, I'm really thrilled to be doing this. And I'm hoping that, you know, I don't come across as flighty. Because I am still working on the sci-fi story. It's just, that's a lot of world building. And I don't want to stop writing. I want to keep writing while I'm doing that world building. So, yeah. Thank you so much for listening.
It really does mean the world to me. If, if you want to get your copy of The Chain, it is, like I said, it is out. And I am working on the big Super Mondo special edition that I promised years ago, but finally now realize what it is. If you haven't already and you enjoyed this episode, please do rate it in whatever app you're listening to me on. It does make a huge difference. If you have any questions, comments, or topics you'd like to hear discussed on the show, I would love to hear from you. In the show notes, you'll find a link to the voice message system. Keep it short, keep it clean. I would love to use it on the show. If you'd rather hit me up on social media, I am C. Dorset on both Twitter and Instagram. And you can find links to everything that I do over at projectshadow.com. Yeah. While you're in the show notes, if you have a buck you can throw my way, you'll find a link to both the listener support and my Patreon. You can join the project for as little as a dollar a month, and it really does help me out a lot to get software, keep the lights on, everything. I like to be able to pay bills. Um, If you don't have any money right now, or you don't feel like giving, that's perfectly all right. But if you know somebody you think would like this podcast, or anything that I do, please share it with them. That helps out immensely as well. Yeah. Thank you all so much for everything that you do. It does mean the world to me. And yeah, I think I'm probably going to be doing a lot more personal stuff on the podcast. Just chatting with you like I used to. Until next time, don't forget to have the fun. Bye.